Hello and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Laurence, and today we're talking all about energy and how our physical health can stem from much more than just physical imbalances. Like a lot of the time we'll look at nutrient deficiencies, inflammation, infections, injury, trauma, whatever it is. But we tend to neglect what's going on mentally, emotionally, energetically in the body. And conventional medicine usually separates them. And, you know, it separates organ systems. And it doesn't actually accept the notion that everything is connected and that we are holistic. Whereas alternative medicine, functional, holistic therapies address the whole person meaning that it's not just your physical body, but it's also the mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies that are connected to one another. And so this is why a lot of the time you could be doing everything right, taking all the supplements, eating right, moving, you know, doing all of this work on your physical body, but you aren't really feeling the way that you want to feel. You aren't really feeling, you know, energized or some of your symptoms are still there. And a lot of the time when we come to this point, there's something energetically going on. And it's so important to realize how important this is because I think that we can get this notion like mentally, like, oh yeah, I guess everything is connected. Like my energy also affects my physical body. But when you actually get this, it's literally so profound. And so that's why today I wanna talk about like the science behind this and how our different imbalances or like organ system dysfunctions or symptoms can be connected to things that you might not have thought of. So when emotions are not expressed, because emotions are energy in motion. And so, you know, it's this energy that needs to be expressed or processed. It needs to express itself. And when that doesn't happen, especially if we just keep shoving it down, this can happen over years and even a lifetime, they can manifest in different ways, including symptoms and disease. They need an outlet. And this is why this can happen. And so trapped emotions in the body actually can make the body more susceptible to infections and infestations by lowering the body's immune response. And it can also weaken tissues and organ systems. And so this is why when you keep things suppressed, it can build up and build up and build up. And you might not think it's a big deal, but not only can it affect how you react in the moment, like your impulses, your, re your reactions, your, the way you feel throughout your day, how you communicate with others, but it could also affect your physical body. And it's important to remember that this is stored within you because it needs to go somewhere, right? And so when we just hold on to it, it's like this energetic constipation. We need to let go, right? And so when we have an accumulation of emotions, they just build up and build up and build up and build up. And this is where you might find yourself like road raging or exploding or overreacting. And then you're like, why did I react that way? And most often it's because there's an accumulation of emotions. It's not just this one instance when someone, um, cut you off in traffic or someone criticized you or someone 
pulled you off or whatever, oftentimes the, the reason why we react so strongly is because it's a buildup. And so it's really important to be aware of this because when we aren't aware, then we're just constantly reacting from this reactive state instead of being able to respond in a way that is not only more useful for others, but then ourselves and is more healthy. So I love to look at the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton and Dr. Doe Dispensa. And what Dr. Bruce Lipton says is that the blood's chemistry is largely impacted by the chemicals emitted from your brain. Brain chemistry adjusts the composition of the blood based upon your perception of life. So the way that you see life. So this means that your perception of any given thing at any given moment can influence the brain chemistry, which in turn affects the environment where your cells reside. So this means that your thoughts and perceptions have a direct and overwhelmingly significant effect on your cells. This is crazy. Science is actually showing that the way, the things that we think and the energy that we hold in our body, the emotions that we feel can contribute to our physical state. So your mind can and does contribute to both the cause and healing of whatever ails you. And when we're talking about the mind, it's really the subconscious mind or the unconscious mind. This is the controlling intelligence in the body. It holds the image of your body in perfect health. Like it knows what perfect health looks like in your body. It also knows everything that's going on in your body. It communicates with every cell of the body at all times. It can affect your whole body, your whole health. And it's responsible for at least 95% of your reality and your life. Like it's literally so powerful, but it's kind of this like invisible force field that a lot of the time we're not aware of what's in it, but it is literally driving your life. And so every thought, every emotion, every desire, every internal representation of life is monitored and overheard by the subconscious mind. And so, especially if you are repeating things um, and, you know, feeling strong emotions, this is going to be internalized and turned into like identity and beliefs inside of the subconscious. So the subconscious mind works 24 seven, even when we're asleep, it controls all the vital functions of our body, breathing, heartbeat, digestion, blood circulation, et cetera. All the unhealthy emotions, thoughts, and feelings like fear, anxiety, stress, create negative impressions on the subconscious mind, which again sends negative vibes to our bodily systems. And I'm sure you felt this way before where you felt like you were super distressed or angry or super depressed or really anxious, fearful. You can feel what that feels like in your body. Like it feels different. You don't feel like you can go run a marathon or like speak on stage, right? Like it literally feels different in your body. Whereas when you're like high vibe, you're loved, you, you're feeling loving, you're feeling excited, passionate, um, curious, whatever, hopeful. This feels different in your body too. Like your body posture changes, the way you talk changes. Like it literally feels different in your body. And this is why we react to specifically negative emotions in a way that we just want to get rid of that feeling, right? Because it doesn't feel good. And so of course, if we can feel this way, like our body, the feeling shifts, then what's happening in our body can also shift, right? It's not just impacting the way that we're feeling, it's impacting the way that our cells are communicating, are expressing themselves, our genes, all of that. So this is also 
something that I want to get into in terms of what is the opposite. When we look at like negative emotions, they drain us. Elevated emotions are actually associated with healing. And Dr. Joe Dispenza goes into this in his videos and his books. He dives deep into the science behind this. But looking how people, when they get to a certain internal state and they practice elevated emotions, there is significant healing that can happen in the body. And your brain literally changes, your cells change. And he goes into this in very a lot of detail. But it's just to say that your internal state, you have control over it, you can change it. And that can absolutely shift the state of your cells, your genes, your DNA. So energy does not lie. When not expressed or processed, negative emotions can express themselves in many ways, including symptoms and disease. So we really need to pay attention to this. And so I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Hammer's, I think that's how you say it, work. Um, when he's working with late last stage cancer patients who had been sent home to die by their physicians. And so throughout his career, he worked with 6,500 patients who had cancer and more than 6,000 of those that he treated did not die. And so what he believed was that every health issue is rooted in a non-health issue. So he would go find a non-health issue and resolve it first, rather than treat the symptoms with medicine like his colleagues. And he found that the cancer would either get better or go away. And so his theory was born from his own personal tragedy where his son had been shot. And a few months later, Dr. Hammer was diagnosed with testicular cancer. And so he started to hypothesize that this could be related to the tragic loss of his son. So he started to look into the personal history of his cancer patients as well. And he discovered that they all had something in common. They had all experienced an extremely stressful life event just before developing cancer. And so numerous studies at this time had already shown a correlation between cancer diagnosis or other diseases often being followed by a traumatic event. And so he decided to take his research further, pursuing a hypothesis that all bodily events are controlled from the brain. He analyzed his patients' brain scans and compared them with their medical records. And he discovered that every disease, not just cancer, is controlled from its own specific area in the brain and linked to a very particular conflict shock or trauma. And so this is where he um, called his findings the five biological laws of the new medicine um, really giving a new understanding of the cause development and natural healing process of diseases. And so he developed a chart that shows the link between conflict emotions and certain areas of the body. And so I want to share some common issues that I work with, with my clients or that I've experienced that also um, are tied into like mental and emotional issues and some questions to think about. So this might be something that you're dealing with or you know someone who's dealing with, but it is really interesting to look into because a lot of the time it can hold a lot of truth into looking into like, what it, why is my body expressing itself? Because obviously we wanna look into the physical imbalances always, but we also want to look at what's going on mentally and emotionally for you. So one of the common ones is thyroid imbalances. I see this all the time. I've also dealt with this myself. And this is a center of communication and expression. It's the throat. So a question you can ask yourself is where are you not communicating your needs? This could be really important because a lot of time, if, 
even if we have like, you know, this like throat clearing or cough, it might be like you're not expressing your needs and or your truth. Like you are suppressing yourself, you're hiding yourself, you're not really expressing the truth of who you are. Reproductive issues. So this is associated with your creativity, also self-identity and personal safety. And so issues can be associated with rejection of the feminine, uh, believing that the feminine is weak, not allowing space for pleasure. And so this, a lot of the time we can see this with, um, you know, this sort of masculine dominant approach of living life these days where it's like heavily in our masculine, doing, 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 going, 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 hustling, 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 and not really allow ourselves to tap into our creativity, our intuition, even like fun and play and pleasure. So some questions you can ask yourself are what part of you feels unsafe in the world? Because this has a lot to do with safety as well. And how can you experience more pleasure in your life? Because I think this is something that a lot of women, and I've worked with a lot of women who have um, difficulty with this. And I've also been there um, with having fun in your life, you know, joy, like having moments for that. Because we're just always doing things for others or working, trying to get ahead. And it's just like, do you have time for yourself? Do you actually have time to do things that light you up? And the headaches could be associated with judging yourself. So this can also be like a wake up call, like you need to pay attention. So where are you ignoring your own needs or your intuition? Digestive issues, we talked about holding on to guilt, being consumed by fear, anger, or doubt, needing to control, needing to like hold on, refusal to let go, perfectionism. So some questions you can ask yourself are, what are you trying to control? And what do you need to let go of? It's kind of like that emotional constipation, right? Then acne, this is something I definitely related with when I had my cystic acne episodes of many, many, many years. Um, Self-criticism, disapproval, judgment of yourself, feeling like you don't belong. Some questions you can ask yourself were, what needs are you not expressing? How can you be more loving towards yourself? I think this is a question everybody needs to ask because we definitely are way too hard on ourselves, uh, the majority of us. And breast, we kind of talked about like loss, but also neglect of the self, putting everyone else first. So where can you make yourself a priority? Autoimmune disorders result from your body turning on itself. So it's as though your brain perceives you as your own enemy. Um, and when how you respond to people and to life is different than how you really feel. So not true authenticity. You might be sending mixed messages within your body confusing the neural impulses, so lack of an authenticity, personal integrity, um, also the need to be a victim, harboring deep guilt, self-loathing. So this can cause the body to quote unquote punish itself. So again, the, a lot of the messages are like, how can you tap into your truth? Where are you not expressing your truth? Where are you not being in integrity? How can you love yourself? How can you support yourself in being the most authentic version of yourself. So these are just some, I mean, there's like so many, they could go through like every organ and body system, but these are just some I want to share. And it is interesting because take it or leave it, whatever you want to take. Um, but this can be really helpful to look into like, what are areas of my life that I'm neglecting that I'm not looking at? You know, what are some things that I'm putting off or am I neglecting myself? It's really important um, to look at these things because a lot of the time we could be doing all of these things like physically, tangibly, 
but we're not looking at our emotions. We're not looking at what's going on in our mind and our bodies. So the body is holistic, and this is what it means to be holistic. Most people only pay attention to the physical imbalances, but what about the mental, emotional, and spiritual? We need to address our emotional baggage, learn how to process them in a healthy way and not bypass them, and pay attention to what are the dominant thoughts and beliefs and our identity that we're holding on to and that might be outdated and limiting us and that might, you know, not be that might be causing us harm. So when we really think about, you know, holding on to these emotions in the body, you can imagine this like as rocks in a backpack on your back, on your back. How does that affect you as you move through life? And again, as you go through life, you have another emotional event and another one and another one and another one. And you just keep piling the rocks into your backpack. Can you imagine how uncomfortable and how heavy that's going to be, right? If you don't process these. And so this is why um, I really started to work on this within myself, but also in my programs, because we do different techniques like time techniques that help you to release this string of pearls or these accumulated emotions so that you can release them and they're not still hold, you're not still holding on to them because they can absolutely affect how you show up in relationships, how you show up in career with money, um, you know, any interactions and your health as we talked about. So it's so, so important that we not just look at how can I process my emotions in a healthy way today, but also release what you might be holding on to because you're not always aware of what your body might be holding on to, but if you're triggered by things, if you're reacting in a way that you think is, you know, not so healthy, then it's probably because there are certain events, experiences, emotions that have been held on and that are asking to be processed and let go of. And so this is where not only this kind of technique can be so powerful, but also things like hypnosis and breath work. And so I love to incorporate these techniques in my program uh, because they're so powerful. We work with the somatic, but then also the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, uh, because as we talked about, the subconscious mind is so powerful. It's much more powerful than the conscious mind. So if you think like, oh, I want to be healthy. I want to lose weight. I want to be wealthy. I want to find love. But subconsciously, you're holding on to trauma or beliefs that are contradicting that. Like you have a fear of intimacy or you think that money is evil, that you'll be rejected by people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The conscious mind is really no match for the subconscious mind. So it's going to be a lot more of a struggle than if we start to really merge the two together and get them on the same team. So that's my little spiel about energetics and physical health. I know we went into the subconscious mind today, the emotions, the energy that can be behind, you know, health symptoms and also states of disease, but as you can see, it can affect all areas of your life. So it's really important to do this work, I, I believe. Um, it can be so transformative uh, because we are working with the part of the mind that is just so powerful and responsible for most of our life. And I think that it's also something that's even more important now to learn how to do, and you know, especially around the emotions and learning how to process them and take care of yourself because you might even be feeling like the collective emotional chaos and distress. And like a lot of people don't know how to process emotions. And so it's absolutely possible to take on the emotions from other people and feel overwhelmed and feel like you're just like, it feels heavy. 
So it's important to just not just take care of your own emotions, but then also be able to process them as you go through the world. And now is just, now is a time where we're almost being forced to do that because we've been forced to look internally, to go inwards. You know, we've been, lots of us have been in lockdowns. We've been more at home. Um, you know, everything online is triggering everybody now. So it is really a time to go internally and learn how to do that and be able to process all of that because it's going to really help us to move forward in a powerful way and not carry our baggage with us in the future because it's not serving us. So I will leave it at that. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening as always. We'll talk to you next week.